0: The heart cry, the heart cry, the heart cry. People of God, what is your heart cry this morning? What is your heart cry? It's a question, it's a question. What is your heart cry? What is your heart cry? What is your heart crying after? what is your heart crying for what is your really there? cry of your heart listen to this whatever will be the cry of your heart will be your daily cry when the heart longs for something it stops at nothing on it until it is achieved so look at what really consumes you. What really cries out from your heart daily, not once in a while. You can you can cry over something, and after two days you say, okay, either either the thing is solved or the thing can't be solved or the thing has, is no longer needed. You stop crying. You don't no longer cry for something that has already been settled. So so why you while you go to God every day and you seems as if you are crying for, you know, for something from Him, what, what, was, what was or what is really that thing? Do you still cry to God after that thing has been provided? Or do you still cry to God because you think that, has, that thing has not been provided, so there's no need to cry anymore? And when I mean cry, I don't mean it in a negative way. I believe everyone listen to me right, to a level spiritual to understand what I'm saying. I'm speaking on the heart cry. What is really your heart cry? What is really your heart cry? Most of the times that the answer to that, those these questions like this, you know, the, the answer to questions like this cannot even be answered by us. <laughs> Most of the times the answer to questions as this cannot really be answered by us. What God mostly do is to reveal our heart to us. And when he when reveals it to you, then you will see the answer. That You will see the answer yourself. But sometimes we can be able to see it and through genuineness and truthfulness, you, 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 can, you can narrow down the answer that, ah, No, this is really my heart cry. Or that is really my heart cry. Or I don't even have an heart, a heart cry at all. I just have these these you know shabby shallow desires. The reason I'm saying this is this, that in the journey of life I've come to understand that you must be able to, whatever you are seeking from God, must be something that should that will that should preserve you, even in the days of. God help me with the utterance here. Even in the days of comfort, and in the days of comfort or in the days of comfort and in the days of trials and temptations are you with me now what you are seeking after from God should be something that can preserve you in God in the days of comfort and peace and also in the days of trials temptation You need to check your outcome because most times, what we are crying after is something that, if God gives it to us, is too, is too shallow a thing that, of course, God can give us, and we may not come back to Him. We don't, we don't see any need to come to His presence again. Now, listen to this: whatever you ask from God, that does not, that does not make you. Let I me mean, just, just ask: Whatever you seek, yes, that's it. Whatever you seek from God, that does not make you come back to Him. The devil will soon take advantage of it. Whatever you seek from God, that does not make you come back to Him. You were not—you were not really in love with God at the first place. You were not really really seeking for God at the first place. Let me take it a step further. You get to a point in your Christian journey. What you, you can ask for things, but what you seek after is more important than what you ask for. You can ask God for, oh, I need money for rent. You're asking for something. But what you seek after should be more weightier than what you ask him for. I hope you get why I'm I'm differentiating it like that. If you're with me, say amen. Say amen on the group. Say amen. Say amen. Because the heart of man needs to come to a point where it is it is captured by God. If not, if not. Because scripture says something concerning the heart of man, let's look at the scripture. It says in Jeremiah chapter seventeen, Jeremiah chapter seventeen, Jeremiah chapter seventeen, verse nine to ten. It says the heart, <clears throat> the heart is deceitful above all things. Now, the God, the, the scripture here is not trying to paint the words. It's not trying to assume. It's not trying to. God is not. It's not guesswork in the scripture. Here. It says the heart is. It's like saying the book is blue you are you will use the you're asking a definite article now when you say the the scripture says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked god is 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 is, is, is a is a verdict on the nature of the heart of man is a verdict on the nature of our hearts he says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it that is even you that seems to be the possessor of your own heart you don't know it the heart i'm not just talking of the organ i'm speaking on the spirit of that organ the heart is deceitful that's what the bible jeremiah 17 verse 9 to 10 the heart is deceitful above all things is highly deceitful do you know there is nothing like evil as an object listen to this very carefully you will understand something there is nothing like good as as an object that you can point to if i say now where is good located can you point good if i say point to your phone you can point to your phone if i say point to evil can you point to evil no can you point to good no can you point to to what again it's like, it's like you can't, it's, it's, there are not definite objective things that you can behold, hold, touch, see. There are no evil as, as an object. There are people that are evil. Because those things are nature. You can't point to a nature. You only see the expression of a nature through a person. So we have people that are meek, people that are gentle. You can't point gentleness because those things are nature. There are na- there are natures. So so what we are saying here now, when the Bible says the heart is deceitful about things and desperately wicked, who can know it? That means nobody, even you, cannot really really know the state of your heart, because you. Some, if you say, do you know that? If you say, oh, I'm humble, you can be saying that thinking you are genuine to yourself boy, it's still deceitfulness <laughs> in the, see these are things you have to understand in, in 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 for you to make progress with god i don't want to confuse anyone i want us to understand this thing do you know i sent a text I, I sent a text to a colleagues of mine uh and and when i sent the text to them they said to me they said and one of them replied they was like wow your your humility not one not twice several people has told me that that your humility really i uh, how did you put this, this statement that your humility keeps to still you know amazes me and uh, all stuff like that i thank god but when i saw that text i'm not like i'm i, I don't start blushing i don't start smiling and wow yes but she, see for me if i say i am humble it can still be a form of pride because I'm now being proud about my humility. <laughs> so, so <laughs> when we come to the issue of the heart, it's a delicate matter. Do you know what I'm It's delicate. It's a delicate matter. Because even you can be ignorant about the operations of your own heart. So, so how God helps us is to reveal our hearts to us. And not just to reveal it one time, it's to keep on revealing it. I hope to get the place that uh David was speaking in Psalms. Someone can help me get it. I think it should be in Psalms 50, 51 that says uh Lord search Lord search my heart. It says Lord search my heart and uh, and try my ways or something like that. Lord search my heart and know my ways. Psalm okay, I think it's Psalm 139. Are we hearing Psalm 139? It's 22 to 24. Some of them post posted. So we'll just run everything together. I won't see. This is Expressing Christ Christian Network. We are here, you know. Our desire is that we we grow in intimacy with God. Because the basis for expressing Christ, or the basis by which, or the, how will I put it, the strengths by which you will be able to express Christ, will be on the strength of your intimacy with Him. The strength of your expressing Christ, your expressing Christ lies on the strength of your intimacy, does it? Your expressing Christ will lie on the strength of your intimacy with Christ. Your expressing Christ rely on your strength or rely on the strength of your intimacy with christ do you know that we have certain people in our lives as, let's just take it like families we have certain families in our lives we know our family members that you can practically mimic them or yours if you are in a relationship with your spouse you can practice you can mimic them or your friends you can mimic them the ability or the the, the, the reason you can mimic them is because of the level of, of of, of, togetherness, fellowship, oneness that you have been able to achieve with them. So their attitude, their nature, their character, their habit has been able to now rub off on you. I've seen myself effortlessly sometimes exhibit the nature or the character, let me use the canon nature, the character of my friends, not because they taught me. All of a sudden, after, after time of, of relating with them, I began to see myself acting in that nature and that, that's why the bible says evil communication corrupts good manners even good communication improves or helps your good manners also helps you also so who you work with okay listen to this i had i read, it's not from scripture he said if you have five it is, is a i think it's a motivational inspirational quote kind of he said if you have five rich friends you will soon be number six if you have four foolish friends you will soon be number five if you have five if you have five wise friends you will soon be number six are you are you getting the gist now are you are you getting the message behind that so so if you have five poor friends you know. who you work with association matters a lot it's in scripture itself he that worketh in the council of the wise shall be wise but he that worketh in the council of fools shall be destroyed praise master jesus so the, the reason we, we went that far is because we're talking about intimacy and your the strength of your intimacy with god is what will enable you to be able to express christ to be able to express christ and the reason we came to that point is is because we are dealing on on something based on um um their heart our heart our heart what is the what is the really what is the truly the content of your heart i'm not asking you because so you can answer that see at some point you may have if you are if you are really a person that really really Examines his or her progress in life, examines his or our a walk with God, or your work as a person in life, you'll be able to at least have a glimpse, but the true depth, the true content of your heart can only be revealed by God to you. That's why Paul eh, I say Paul, David didn't say, I know my heart. No, he says, Lord, search me, search my heart. Let me emphasize something. As a believer, as even a person, always have the habits, the attitude of continually, constantly, often examining yourself, examining your growth. I don't want just people in this season that are just uh, you know, there and those. No, we need to be growing. We are all young people, full of energy, full of uh, 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 passions and desires. This is one wisdom of the wise, this is one wisdom of the elders, that they sit down to examine, they sit down to think. It's foolishness to keep walking in a path that you know that is not leading to your growth or advancement. They said doing a thing consistently and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. So have times of reflection, reflect on yourself. I found a scripture that says this listen to this it says as in proverbs 27 verse 19 it says as in water that's as water reflects as in water face reflects face in 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 new king james it says proverbs 29 and verse 19 proverbs 27 sorry and verse 19 it says as in water face reflects face so a man's heart reveals the man you can put it up as in water face your when you feel face reflects your face as you are when you go to the water you see the reflection of your face so a man's heart reveals the man so if you want to know a man it's not truly by what he says to you or what he tells you that's why when people tell ah you are humble you are this you are that i don't ask i know that i don't appreciate or i don't accept their their compliment or their commendation but the person's remark i believe is the one that can search my heart so most times they've told me "Ah, you're humble but when i search when i when i tune into him that has the ability to mirror extreme my heart I, I, I see that there's pride inside but they don't know They judge, they judge, they judge my attitude or character, maybe because of my expressions, my replies and all that. But when I tune into him, that one, the Spirit of God, that searches, you know the Bible says he searches the deep things of the heart. He searches the deep things of the heart. He also searches the minds of God. He also searches the deep things of our hearts. And he's the one that can reveal unto us the nature and the true context of our heart. When I search with him, and he reveals to me I'm proud. I don't just, ah, I don't feel downcasted. I also now, is in scripture. Okay, let's just look at the scripture. Because time is already, we have just nine minutes left. Now see what it says. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, let's start on with the, Okay, Sister Joy, thank you, as she has posted them on the group. So let's start from Jeremiah 17, and verse 9. It says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It's, it's, it's like it's daring anyone. Can you know the true context of your heart? Everyone listen to me right now. Can you know the true context? God is asking, do you know the true, true context of your heart? Because whether you say yes or say no, whether we like it or not, whether you accept or not, whether you are beautiful... Well, sorry, you are fair or you are dark, you are tall, you are short, you are a boy, you are a mean, no matter who you are, life will either life or process in life will come to reveal the true context of your heart. The Bible says, as I think that's what was to end up. It says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That heart is your subconscious, the, the innermost. What you th- not your head, no, because you can think of many things through your head, and they are not true. It says, "I, the Lord, verse ten. Now, search the heart. I, the Lord, God is not confused. He's giving you a definite. Is he, one of his one of his duties, one of his operations is to search the heart. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins." I try the reins. I try the reins. I try your thought. I try your limits. Even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. God did not say, I try your works. He said, I set your heart and I try your reins. It's like, it's like trying your 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 check your limitations your restraints your the extent to which you can be tried you can be you can be yeah, your expressions do you understand so because in now says when, when after i do that i do that to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings that means what god is saying is your works is accepted days first the first that of your works being accepted in fact, before for your works to be to for your works to 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 be for your works to uh, qualify for examination, it has to come from the right heart. Meaning that there will be no need to set your works if your heart was wrong. There will be no need to even try your works first to even consider your works. That's the word. There will be no need to consider your works if your heart the motive of your heart was not as pure, was not as right with Him. You see, how, you see how the matters of the heart is so delicate with God? Listen to this. God most times has no issue of giving us the things that He wants to give us. The problem He has most times is the nature of our hearts. So the nature of our hearts, the contents of our hearts is the limitation of God. the the nature of the hearts of men is what has limited god if our heart can be right our life can be right our work with god can be right that means god is saying that if your heart is right your work can be accepted your work will be right you can't do something from a pure heart and your actions will be wrong no it's the heart the heart is the bedrock It's the foundation your heart, your heart is is like it's like the altar. It's like your your. It's like the governor, the principal of all your actions. I may mean, do something, and to you, to to people around, it sounds so stupid, so foolish. It's not ah. No, no. This person, you, 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 you know in where I come. They say you are not wise. You are not. You are not. You don't use your sense, and this and that. It would be foolishness for me to want to follow what they are saying because I know that the the person that is in charge of searching the heart the person that is in charge of granting the rewards, is not them but God. So will it not be wise to make sure your heart is aligned with God than with man? That's why Peter and John, when they were persecuted for preaching, they say, should we now obey, uh, um, should we now disobey God for us to obey man in Acts? That's why in Psalm 139, David was speaking. He says, search. Remember, God is the the one that can search in Jeremiah 17, 10. Now see what David is saying in Psalm 139, verse 23. He said, Lord, search me. Search me, O God. And know my heart. Know the true context of my heart. I can be serving you in court. Renting service. Studying the world. Praying. Doing church activities. I'm in a unit. i mean this. But the true nature of my heart is deceitful. That's the, the heart without the Spirit of God. Without the help of the Spirit of God. Is highly deceitful. You don't know the limits to which you can do. David that we looked, an innocent 16 year old boy that stood for God with over when a nation was shaken in fear. David 16 year old stood for God. David 16 year old brought down Goliath, the enemy of God. He was taking off his fathership in the bush. He longed for God, play him for God. That is innocent 16 year old boy. Don't didn't know that he was capable of first adultery, then murder then marrying the 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 wife of the person he murdered David didn't knew he was capi- i am if they if if you have not heard that part of david if they if that at age 16 when he was growing maybe got to 20 when he became king if he had to if they have told you the capacity of david to do that you would have never believed it oh no this cannot no it's possible it's not possible but a heart without the without the restraint of the spirit the heart without the help let's let's just use the word help the heart without the help of the spirit ah is highly deceitful whether you are very you have the sweetest tiny voice or you have the most 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 um um gentle appearance you know when you come and you are just just everywhere ah your heart can be desperate have you heard when they'll be saying now to, with respect and honor and to all the ladies have you heard when they say don't there's a there's a way you will try a lady that no no i think there's a way they say the rot of a woman don't allow the rot of a woman don't allow the rot of a woman so you can see a woman so chained to, but a man can can do something to her that she can go wild the reason they say that is 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 because of the way they seen certain women women react to certain things all in the name of being an emotional being but I beg to differ that's that's You say oh you can, uh, uh, ladies don't, don't 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 play with the rot of a lady that's 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 that's, that's, that's. Satan's curriculum you are reading you are studying because in the kingdom of God, in the in the in the in the in the curriculum of God, you have to be under the government of the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will not will not move the emotions of a woman to do even the extreme. Are we together, all the ladies? I hope you are still my friend after this. I'm on. But <laughs> well, 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 let me let me see, talk to the ladies don't 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 settle under the guise of i'm emotional i'm emotional no no yes by nature you are emotional and emotional you are no everybody's emotional even the guys are emotional everybody's what is emotions so what what they say when they say the ladies are emotional is that the ladies sometimes don't know how to control their emotions they don't know why emotion come they don't know how to did they they, they they are, they are easily sweet or they easily go through go to the directions that the emotion brings to them because everybody's emotional dogs are emotional lions are emotional what the backing is the backing is the is the physical expression of the emotions of a dog a man is and every every human being on it is emotional but why do they now? because it's like now they've prophesied certain things and name tag Women as people that are emotional. And what they mean now is that ah, when some certain seasons come or certain, they can wake up this morning and feel like want to want to slap the person. <laughs> they want to cry and all that yes, they are they are more emotional beings based on they have more um, channels of emotions more than the male, but not with the narrative that they can't control their emotions or they don't know how. Don't you are a believer. As much as you are a human being, you are not just an ordinary human being. You now have the life of God within you. So everything about your life needs to be. It's part of the flesh. If you say you can't control, you are that's the flesh. Oh yes, that's the flesh. If you disagree with me, come to my DM after and let's talk. everything must be brought under the cuff may a man too that he he can't control his emotion, because a man has been talked to beating in his anger and all that beating his uh, beating it see higher man also break it so you may see a gentleman gets married and after he gets married after a while he starts beating his wife because of this and that and uh, you see the heart that's the heart at work you didn't know it was desperately wicked that's why marriage eh, as much there are many definitions and many explanations of marriage marriage is when is two people that have two people coming together two people that has been nailed to the cross coming together to become one in this kingdom there are the things we take so shallow and shabby outside when you come to this kingdom you see that they are more deeper in remarriage in marriage the two has to first be nailed on the cross then joined together. Are we together? <laughs> that's why, that's why. That's why I saw the definition of marriage. Uh, the definition of relationship. Is it relationship or marriage? In in in, in a friend's um, timeline. It says, it says, or oh, it's an advice kind of. It says, marry somebody who when you report them to the Holy Spirit, they will listen. And the person that listens to the Holy Spirit, you know, even the person that listens to the Holy Spirit is one which has gotten to a degree of death to self. Because most times, what the Holy Spirit will tell you about is things against yourself. <laughs> I want to say something here. Do you know the Holy Spirit... As I, I came to understand, to understand something. The Holy Spirit has never told me. He has never... How will I say this? The Holy Spirit has never told me my partner is wrong. <laughs> the Holy Spirit has never told me my partner was wrong. I think only around once He has told me that I should correct her. Not telling me to me. If she's wrong or not he's, he's, he, he, he is the one is the one that decides she's wrong or not. but to, to, telling me directly talking to me he has never told me she is wrong now do this because if he tells me she's wrong it will be a justification for any action that will come out of me to her but he has told all what what he what he, tells, what he tells me regularly is Look at it from a perspective. Look, this is the reason why she did this. So you can do this. He has never told me that she is wrong. <laughs> when you begin to work with the Holy Spirit, you will see. Because there are times you'll be angry and you want him to tell you. You want, you want him to side you that this person is wrong. So he deserves what she's receiving. Mbaa he won't tell you that he, he has never told me she is wrong she may have told her it's wrong because you know because I take your relationship eh, as much as we have models and mentors that should help us in guide for those that are in a relationship your the, the, your your relationship should be you should mirror it to Christ and the church that's the highest standard and that's what I tell her that's the highest standard by which I mirror it to Time is already on our side. I pray by God's grace we may continue in the evening or tomorrow morning. But Psalm 139, as we are reading, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. It says, Try me, Jesus. This thing is heavy. We have to do it. We have to do part two. Because this thing is, we have to do part two. Because in fact, this thing is is, is beyond part 10, 20. Because I I just pray as we begin to journey, as we even take what we've shared this morning now and journey with it personally, and if God grants us grace collectively, God will begin to work on our hearts. There will be a realignment, a retuning. God doesn't destroy your heart. He realigns it. Your heart was reborn. When I mean your heart, I mean your spirit was reborn. You know when I mean? Your heart it's also another word for your spirit. It was reborn when you gave your life to Christ. And after you give a life to Christ, God will not reborn you and reborn you again. What now happens is a, a realignment begins to occur. A readjustment. God, you start living your life based on the instructions of the Holy Spirit. And instructions, the Bible says all scripture is given for correction, for reproof, for instruction, for correction, for reproof, and for doctrine yeah, in righteousness. So, so, God, a realignment begins to occur. A readjustment begins to occur. And most times it will, it will go against yourself because all oh, the Holy Spirit is trying to do it is to make you look like an image. Second Corinthians 13 we were looking at before, some weeks ago. It says that we, with open face, beholding us in the glass, we are changed into the same image. And that image is the glory of God. So the glory of God is not just a feeling, it's not a smoke. It's not just an, an, an action, it's an image when you start becoming that image, you start attracting the possibilities that come with that image. And that image is Christ, because the Bible says, Christ is the express image of his person. Christ. Christ is the express, the express image of God. In Hebrews, I think Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, was speaking, say Christ, the express image of God, the express image of God. It, 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 the verse is who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. So Jesus, he was speaking of Jesus. Jesus was the brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person. So we are transformed and changed into that God begins to align our hearts to, to mirror the image of Christ. To image the mirror, the mind, the, the, the scripture of Philippians says, Let this heart be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in your sorry which was in Christ Jesus. I was talking to the ministers yesterday. I says, God told me a word. He says, That Christ be seen. Because what the world is still looking at is still looking at we human beings. We still God, until the world, see, listen to this. Until the people around you, your environment, stop seeing joy, stop seeing Timmy, stop seeing Urshela, stop seeing Margaret, and start seeing Christ. Your journey have never even started. That the, our journey, our journey, our journey is that is, is to the point when our environment and the world at large begins to see Jesus, not longer us. That they can't trace, they are tracing what they see to Jesus, not to our name. Until your name gets lost in Jesus, You've not started, in fact, until your name gets lost in Jesus, you know that the journey is the. It, like, I loved your Sunday. He said that what we seek after is not just a destination; it's a journey. So God does not just call you and give you a gift and say, Ah, you done with take. Those are for things. those those comes around, but that's not the main that's not the main objective. The goal. That God calls us and set us on the journey. He says, Search my heart, know my thoughts. David said, God, try me. That way, for me to realize, you have to try me. That's why we encounter such a situation and we are surprised that we could be able to swear or be able to curse, we could be able to think negative thoughts. It's because their heart. So, the dealing on their heart is a daily thing, no? It says, Try me and know my thoughts. Verse 20. Oh, we'll continue some other time. We'll continue some other time. This, we're already 10 minutes, and I'm really sorry for the time. I wish you could just continue on this, but let's just pray right now. We'll continue. You see why we dearly need the Holy Ghost is it why we dearly 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 need the holy spirit yesterday i found that house how weak i'm still i still uh, but this morning as i was about to study i was just like holy spirit help me help me help me. he showed me a scripture that is the scripture that God, sh- uh, the scripture of um paul uh paul paul god speaking to paul yeah he said he said that uh he said, it, Paul, it was, it, Paul was talking to God also, that concerning the in thorn in his flesh. And God told him, he said, my grace is sufficient for you, that my strength is made perfect in your weakness. God knows how fragile, how weak our heart is. And he says his strength is made, is made perfect in our weakness. So knowing that your heart is, knowing, that, knowing that your heart needs working, you are still weak at heart, is a blessing. The problem is that we have many believers, many people in the world that don't even know. That's why they can assume, they, they can assume the posture of their heart. And when certain things happen, you see how they fumble. When certain things happen, you see how they can go the extra mile. Do you know a case happened recently in in, in happened recently in the western world. You know, snow is falling in certain part of the country. A couple, you know, they scrape, you know where snow for it blocks your door, blocks a lot of things. So they scrape the snow from their their parts, their house parts and pour it in the next neighbor's com- compound. And na- next neighbor's compound was a man. The man saw them and he was angry. He brought out, you know, in the Western world, you, you can have gone, you can have a gun. Is their second? Uh, is it their, their second amendment right to have you can possess a gun for self defense and all that? The man came out with his gun, trying to exchange words with them. So the the, the couple did not run, thinking that okay, it's just something they will call over and they will not nothing will happen only for them to discover the man was just he he lost it got out of hand and he shot the two couples dead for sn- snow 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 that you it's not your own it, it, snow snow i don't know if you understand what i'm saying snow it's like you say uh the sand from my the front of my uh, room you went to sweep it into the next room, sandal so you, you now came out i want to now give me that brought out a gun you didn't know that the heart the man may not believe he may not think he wants to, he would have he would have shot that. He may not think that he, he had he had it in him to shoot. them, may just want to come and he didn't know that the heart. That the heart that is not under the government of the Holy Ghost is desperately wicked, even though the person can smile the most beautiful smile. That's how the man shot those two people there. He went to the backyard of his own property and shot and committed suicide. I believe he couldn't take it. That how can I, how could I shot the two couples, blood, cold-blooded, cold, cold, he shot them, cold-blooded. Went and killed himself. You see, see what we're talking about? The devil is after, after the heart of man. He doesn't mind you speaking in tongues. He doesn't mind you doing activities. But if your heart is corrupt, the motive of your heart is corrupt. Lord, walk upon my heart. Can we pray that prayer? Lord, walk upon my heart. Keni nusine finance ke loo stava rastila astele menoka. Lord walk upon my heart. Walk upon my heart. Can you walk upon our hearts, o God? Nekali tabara tosia. Embele konde barosalinde koso tobereke teliata Can you walk upon our hearts, o God? Lenda barande susina. Lord, walk upon my heart. Search my heart. When God set your heart, I, I would have loved for us to see the last place of that verse. That, let's use that to pray. Last place of 139. When Paul, verse 24, he says, And see if there's any wicked way. You know, Paul, I'm um, sorry, David was saying, Try me, know my thoughts, and see if there's any wicked way in me. And David said, when you find, Lord, that there is a wicked me in me, lead me in the way everlasting. But Lord, I know when you search me, you may see things that will be like, you will be like, ah, 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 ah. And, by, and by the way, the world may be seeing how good and nice and humble and wonderful you are. But when God, 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 the Creator, that nothing can be hidden from His eyes, sees your heart and sees that, ah, Joy, you have pride, oh. Ah, Margaret, you, you, you have this in your heart, you have this in your heart. David was not ashamed. That's why we can't be ashamed before him. For I found in you a friend that I can trust. You know that you can trust him. That when he reveals it to you, David said, Lord, lead me to the path everlasting. That when you search me and you find certain things, don't just leave me like that. I know you will lead me. Lead me to the path everlasting. Lead me to the path everlasting. Lead me to the path everlasting. That I will come out refined. I will come out. You walk upon my heart, O God. It says, I will take away the stony heart and give you the heart of flesh. The heart that is tender, flexible. The heart. The heart. The heart. Thank you, Father. Walk upon our heart, Spirit of God. Walk upon our heart. Oh, my God. Oh, Father, walk upon our hearts. Walk upon our hearts, Jesus. That we can express you genuinely, express you in truth and in spirit. Jesus said, The God of this world came and found nothing of himself in me. Lord walk upon our that there will be nothing of the of this world in us. Nothing of this world in us. Impure motives, impure, impure desires, corrupt motives will be swallowed up in your nature. Thank you, Father.